Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and three films up for review this week. The first is Army of the Dead, which is Zack Snyder's latest film, and then I have a film called The Dry, which is an Australian set thriller starring Eric Bana, and then I have a film called Dream Horse. Yes, that's actually the name of the film, and it's not aimed at children, it's aimed at adults, and it stars Tony Collette and Damian Lewis. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? First up is Army of the Dead. It is Zack Snyder's latest film. It's technically out in theaters, but it's also available in the comfort and the safety of your home via Netflix. And I saw the trailer for this a while back and I was actually pretty excited by it. If you've listened to any of my reviews, you know I'm not a huge fan of horror, so I'll just reiterate, not a huge fan of horror, not a huge fan of pop-out scary things. There are some things that I've been able to sit through, but zombies in particular, not really my genre. I'll totally admit I watched several seasons of The Walking Dead and there are a couple of films that I've been able to sit through and some I've even enjoyed, but overall I don't see a zombie movie and I go, ooh, yes, I'm excited. However, this seemed like it was being positioned as sort of a fun, silly heist film a la Ocean's Eleven because in, in similar to Ocean's Eleven, it has a crew getting together, it takes place in Vegas and there's a heist. So I was like, oh, I could be on board with this. It's just sort of framed around a zombie apocalypse scenario. And then in terms of the cast, you've got Dave Bautista, who I'm a huge fan of, and Tig Notaro, and I'll talk about her casting in a moment. You've also got a bunch of supporting people who, some who I'm familiar with and a fan of, and some who I just wasn't familiar with, but who all did like a pretty decent job. Zack Snyder, I'm not huge on in general. 300, I really enjoyed at the time. I've not gone back and watched it because, at the, you know, I really enjoyed it in the moment. It was man candy, but his other stuff, it just doesn't, again, it doesn't speak to me. That doesn't mean it's inherently bad, but I'm not excited by that type of thing. So upon watching Army of the Dead, I don't feel like this is a spoiler. It's nothing new. This is not a film that is reinventing the wheel at all. And that's okay. I feel like a lot of the time with these types of films, that's actually what you want. You want a sense of familiarity because they also are films that are relying on tropes for things like suspense, right? Like, you know, the stage has been set. There are scary creatures around, like, you know, to be on your guard and you feel that sense of apprehension. And that's part of, I assume, the appeal for people who do like scary movies. So it's definitely taking from the playbook of things that have been done time and time again. The fun moments are in the beginning, at least. They're front-loaded and they're they're pretty fun, but then tonally it just kind of gets all over the place. I still, I, I will fully acknowledge, I think I had an enjoyable time during it. There's also, uh, I don't want to bring it down too much, but like I had the feeling that Zack Snyder was trying to work out some of his grief and issues with, uh, if you're not familiar, unfortunately, Zack Snyder lost his daughter to suicide during the filming of Justice League. That's part of the reason that he stepped back from that film. And so I feel like this film is him trying to work out a lot of his maybe guilt through uh, some of the relationships and the characters on screen. And, and you know, maybe it's almost like an apology or an ode to her. I don't know. Maybe I'm imposing the storyline on it. But given that there's a father-daughter relationship central to a lot of it, I, I don't feel like I'm stretching too far with this guess. And those moments actually did feel pretty genuine, but because the rest of it was also all over the place, I don't think it landed as well as he probably, as well as those moments deserve to land, is what it comes down to. And then the other reason I was actually really intrigued to watch this film is, again, not to bring it out too much, but originally Chris D'Elia, the comedian, was cast in the film in the role that Tig Notaro took over, and then the news that Chris D'Elia is a sexual predator came out, or alleged sexual predator, but not allegedly victims, and so they digitally replaced his 
whole character with Tignataro. And I was like, I, I have to see this. One, huge fan of Tignataro. Been on a huge Tignataro kick recently. So I was like, this is this is perfect. This is culminating in this. I, I'm so excited to see this. Love her humor. Super dry and like witty. And it, that's, that's the tone I wanted for the whole film. And I think Dave Bautista is someone who can actually also match that. There's this weird German character who's played by a person whose name I cannot pronounce for the life of me, Matthias Schweighofer. I think he's, apparently he's a huge star in Germany and he's he's very funny and light in this, but he's, he's a very caricature-ish character. And so if that's the direction they were going to go, I wanted all of them to become caricatures. So part of the reason was watching this out of morbid curiosity to see what did they do with Tig and I got, I have to give them credit. You cannot tell. I may make you hyper aware of this if you listen to this before you watch the film, but you know, there are certainly moments as someone who has experience with visual effects and stuff I'm like oh I can see the seams a tiny bit but in terms of performances she did such a good job matching or undoing whatever Chris D'Elia did and I'm I'm so impressed by her and yeah it, that that to me was a technical feat worth watching the rest of the film classic zombie heist thriller classic zombie heist thriller uh, classic zombie film plus a heist thriller I think if you are already a Zack Snyder fan and especially if you are a fan of his Dawn of the Dead this will be up your alley if you are on the fence about him. Watch it on Netflix, honestly. Like, what else are you doing? And I think the only other caveat I would say for someone like me who is generally scared of films like this that it, the zombies aren't that scary. Yes, it gets gory at points, but it didn't feel like it was setting out there to be like the pop-up scare, woo thriller type thing. So a lot to digest there. But again, I had a decent time. So I'm going to give it 3.2 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. The next film I have is called The Dry. I watched this one at the San Francisco International Film Festival and it stars Eric Bana and pretty much Eric Bana is probably the only name you will know. It's an Australian film and Eric Bana plays, I'm going to say Eric Bana like 20 more times. He plays a federal agent in Australia and there's a murder in his hometown and he goes back for a funeral and just is set to investigate it. And it's set against a town that is stricken by drought. So as a Californian, I particularly related to the stress that they were going under to a degree. I don't think I've ever experienced anything as extreme as the versions that they were going under. But the rest of it is, you know, it's a crime thriller and I can't decide if I wanted it to be much, much longer and drawn out or if I needed it to be a little bit shorter. Like, I feel like I wanted a couple more twists and turns along the way, but maybe the appeal of it was the simplicity, but in which case there felt like there was a little bit of filler. And it, I guess it's based on a novel. It sounds like people, generally speaking, enjoy the novel. So I cannot compare how close of an adaptation it is to the source material. And while something like Army of the Dead has moments where it tries to be fun and uplifting as well, this film does not have any of that at all. Dry is definitely the tone of it. Not dry, like boring, bad dry, but it's not... There is not, this is not going to be a fun ride for you at all. So if you are not in the mood for that, like stay away from this film. I do think the film thinks it was a little smarter than it actually ended up being. Like I don't know if it 100% got me with the mystery part of it, but I think Eric Bana does a good job. I think all the performances are fine. The pacing of it was the biggest challenge for me. It's weird because I'm thinking about it. And I'm trying to think like, how do I want to rate this? And I, I don't, it's not a film where I'm like, yes, absolutely go out and watch this film. But it's also not a film where I'm like, no, this is a bad film. I just, I don't know who to recommend this to is the thing. And so I think for this one, I'm going to say, watch the trailer, which I say often. And sometimes I say, no, the trailers are terrible and give it away. Watch the trailer for this one. If that speaks to you, then I think you will find enough in this to enjoy. If you watch the trailer and you're like, meh, then yeah, absolutely stay away from this one. I'm going to give it 3.6 out of 5. And then my last film for this week is called 
dream horse. And sometimes I will pick a film to review just because it sounds so absurd and I'm like, surely this can't be a film. And Dream Horse is one of those films. Also because it stars Tony Collette and Damian Lewis, who are both very good actors. And I was like, I, I have to see what drew them to this film. Like, why why would they agree to be in this? It also stars Owen Teal, who you will recognize from Game of Thrones. Actually, you might not recognize him in this because he's just a country man. But the premise of the story, and also... It's apparently based on a true story. It's basically a group of people in Wales band together and breed a racehorse. Actually, Tony Collette wants to breed the racehorse and convinces a bunch of people to go in on it with her. And I guess they form what's called a syndicate. I know nothing about horse racing, which will be very apparent the more I talk about this. But I guess, you know, it's uh, my guess is that there are plenty of people who will be into this and get this. So she convinces a bunch of people in her small Welsh town. And also just everyone trying to do a Welsh accent is ridiculous and Tony Collette is an amazing actress but I just everyone sounds a little bit silly doing I, I don't even know if it's an, an accurate Welsh accent but everyone sounds silly I'm not even gonna try and do it because I will not do it justice but it's it's just so caricaturish even if it's accurate so Tony Collette convinces all of these people in this random small Welsh town to go in on this investment on a racehorse and they name the horse Dream Alliance, thus the film Dream Horse. I actually thought this was going to be filmed for like little kids or something like that. I did not realize this is only adults. By the end of the film, I was like, oh, these people are having a bunch of midlife crisis. And then there's also a horse racing plot line. But I, I feel like also I saw a bunch of films like this maybe in like the late 1990s and early 2000s set in random small UK towns about like weird little problems that these towns had. Uh, well, I guess I don't know if this is a problem, but like weird little stories like a film that I have not seen in I don't even know how long. I don't know if it holds up. I don't even know if it was good at the time. But Waking Ned Divine is a film that just comes to mind that like, this will show how dated I am. And But that's a film that just came to mind in terms of like, oh, small story about people in a UK. It's Ireland technically. But you know, that that sort of part of the world about a small remote village and the people in it. Like that that's the type of thing. And if that came out in 1998, I feel like Dream Horse should have come out in 1998. I don't know why it's coming out now. I just, I, it wasn't bad. It was really, really long though. And I kind of wish they had cut down on some of the horse racing parts of it. Because if you want to do the story of like the midlife crises or like the impact on the, of, the, of these people, just focus on that. Like we can, we can pick up the horse racing stuff because we are so conditioned by films about sports and stuff like that like anything with a race we know there are stakes because of course there has to be a winner and there are going to be losers yes there are live creatures involved in this case but you know it's the same as any like car racing film I'm like oh, there's only there's all you get you get some of the tension inherently and showing me a ton more of it is not going to necessarily help the stakes for me because I'm like somebody has to win and somebody has to lose you don't have to show me a race in real time I, not that they exactly do that, but anyway, I digress. So <laughs> again, the film is not terrible, but I feel like if you're under the age of 50, this is not the film for you. Maybe like late 40s, 50, but, but this just does not seem like a film aimed at people in their youths or any form of youth. And again, not saying that's a bad thing, but I just, I, I from the poster also, it was just like Tony Collette and a horse. I was like, Yep. Yeah, no, I got, I got nothing. I wish this had been shorter and I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more and you could have cut out a lot of the horse racing parts or, or make it more about the horse, right? Like it's just, the other thing is it's focusing on so many people that I'm like, nope, too much, too much. Cut it down a little bit. So because it dragged a bit and I, again, I, 
have I acknowledge it's not for me. Like this was not aimed at me. I was the one who was like, this looks silly. I'm going to watch it. And it's it's trying to be earnest. Like the film is definitely trying to be earnest. I just think given the talent involved, it could have been a lot better. So I'm going to give it 2.8 out of 5. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.